You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Kimmy Show. I have a special guest with me today. Her name is Krista Hannon, and she is mom of three and a health and fitness coach and has a really cool story. And we're going to have a cool chat about how she's handled this past year in the pandemic and how her journey and her relationship with God has helped her not only change her own life, but be an inspiration to other women. So Krista, thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm really excited about our conversation because this is a topic I have not really touched on much on the podcast. And I think it's a really important one. So why don't we start off by, can you share a little bit about your own personal journey and just your life and how you got where you are today? Hi, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be a part of this and just to help you out. So I love you and I love how you helped me over the years. So yeah, so I want to share my my story and it has a lot of different years to go through. So I'm going to make it quick, but it's really important to go through these things because it's been a journey. So I'm a health and fitness coach. I'm also a personal trainer. I teach classes. I love, love to work with women. I have such a heart for women and children. So you will never believe this, but as a young child, I hated to run. I mean, I struggled to run. I grew up overweight. And I remember in field hockey tryouts, I would try, you'd have to run a mile and I would practice just to run that mile. And, you know, I, here I am, I've done triathlons and half marathons. So, you know, don't limit yourself and don't be defined by your past. But, um, but yeah, I grew up playing sports. My dad always kind of like forced me to go. I didn't really know I had a choice. I didn't enjoy him at the time. Looking back, I really appreciate it because it's what turned me into who I am today. I didn't realize the passion for health and fitness as a child, but I'm so glad I had the opportunity to try it. So I grew up, you know, believing in Jesus as my savior. Before I went to college, I, I grew up also with a low self-esteem. So I really struggled with low self-esteem and I went to college and you know what? I just got into partying and I just kind of went to God when I was really struggling. You know, I was like, Lord, please help me out of this situation. Or, you know, I didn't even know how to pray at the time. So after college, I was about 23 and I was a new teacher. I used to teach kindergarten. I really felt in my heart, God saying, stop drinking. Like this little small voice, just, just a small, stop drinking. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I need to turn my life around. Not that I, I didn't, don't think I was, you know, I was just an average person that liked to go out and have fun with their friends. But, you know, when I became obedient and I stopped, God got me into fitness. I, I missed it in college. I probably should have swam or I should have played field hockey in college. But again, the low self-esteem just kept me from doing that. And actually, I think that's why I'm such a good encourager. And that's part of my gifting as I like to motivate and encourage because I know what it's like to feel that way. So I, my sister-in-law invited me 
to kickboxing class. I loved it. And, you know, it takes that invite. It takes that friend to help you, whoever that person is. God can use whoever is around you. And I would just go after work and the stress would just peel off away from me, you know, after the day and I would just fall asleep. I just felt so good. That led to races. I started doing 5Ks and then half, half marathons, triathlons. And then I had my first baby in 2012. And I just kind of kept up with the same kind of lifestyle. But after baby number two, I was doing too much exercising. I was having trouble sleeping and anxiety. And God was really telling me, you need to change your nutrition. So after she was born in 2014 and at 20, in 2015, that's when I became a health and fitness coach. Actually, before that, I became a certified personal training. I started teaching some classes because I always had a passion for teaching fitness. You know, just a teacher in me just loved to share that passion with others. I didn't realize the gift either, you know, because people would come to me for advice and tell me, oh, I ran this or I did this. And I'm like, wow, why are you telling me this? You know, but it was just the gift they saw in me that I didn't even see in myself. So I, yeah, it, in 2014, I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old and I was struggling myself and health and fitness coach seems so hard to me because of the place I was in, but I was obedient to the call and I did it. And little by little, it's just amazing how God healed me, even though I didn't feel that I was qualified enough to serve others, to help others with his help. I, I was, so I've been coaching ever since then. And it has been a true blessing to my life. So I really like to share with people that it is such a blessing to serve others and taking your, your eyes away from yourself is so powerful and so important. And I really want to share that with other moms, especially during these times, because we can get so hyper-focused in our children. And I will admit I have done this this past year because it's so easy. I'm helping my kids with school and I'm home with them a lot. And this winter was hard and isolating, but yeah, just being true to passion. You bring up a good, thank you for sharing your story. And you bring up a good point about getting so focused on either your children or sometimes you get, you know, if, you, if you're feeling like low self-esteem and you're not feeling good enough and you're not, you'll end up getting hyper-focused on some aspect of your health or something. And then you get this snowball anxiety effect and then you're so worried about it and you it's like you can't see beyond what you're worried about, which then leads you not to be using your gifts or leads you not to be inspiring others. And you kind of get stuck in this little you know what I mean? And and then if, if yeah. you know, a higher power is telling you, hey, that you're you're typically not going to hear it because you're so caught up in kind of the minutia and the details and the, sh and the struggle. And I, so I, I love in your story how you keep touching back and you keep saying like, he, you know, the Lord. And, and so for those of you listening, if you, you know, what, no matter what your faith practice is, or if you don't have a faith practice, I highly encourage you to maybe start developing one. Now's a really good time. I've been having this conversation with so many of my patients in the last the last few months because there's a lot of stuff to struggle about and to be, you know, this has been a tough few a year, or at least for over years. It's been a tough year, right? So and I think I've noticed in my patients that the ones who have a faith of any kind are are doing a little bit better. They've been handling the situation better than my ones that are like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in that. And I personally have been have been really like wrestling with my, you know, spirituality and starting to develop that more. And it's, and it's really been helpful. And I went a little off track here, but what I was saying was that, you know, it doesn't matter what your, you know, if you believe in Jesus, if you're Jewish, if you're Muslim, if you're, you know, no matter what your faith practice or what you were raised at, it doesn't, I don't want to say that it doesn't matter, but you need to have a, a faith in a higher power, I guess is my, is my point. And you will, and if you are quiet, you will get answers from that, right? Don't like, don't you feel that, in your story, you constantly were getting like, hey, 
here's a help. You're struggling. Let me help you out. Here's a little, here's a little push in this direction, which is amazing, right? Oh, I mean, Jesus changed my life completely, completely. I was a believer as a young child, but again, like I said, I shared in my story, I kind of walked away in, as in college, but then it was after college, you know, I had to step out in faith. I had to be obedient and say, okay, he wants me to stop drinking. I'm going to listen to that voice. And that led me going to church and accepting Jesus as my savior again. And I actually got baptized then. And you know what, Aaron, I didn't share with this. I don't even know if you know this, but he sent me to Africa. He, I have always had a heart. Yeah. So he always, I had a heart. I've always had a heart for children and women. And especially at that time, I was 23. I, it was more for children. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I had a student in my class and she said that her parents were going to Africa. And so her bus situation had to change. And I asked her, I went up to her and I looked up at her and I saw look at her looking up with me with these big blue eyes. And I said, what are your parents doing there? And she's like, they're serving the orphans. And I, my heart just like broke. <laughs> I was just like, what? You know? So I talked to the mom and I found out she was going with Heart for Africa. And it just didn't go away. I just, you know, it, it meant so much to me. And, you know, that was very out of my comfort zone at 23 years old to go with this organization by myself. I didn't even know who I was going to room with, but God provided all the details and it was life changing. And again, he set me in 2010, so two years later with my husband. And I really believe that the girls are going to go back with me. And I remember right before the trip, I kept getting a lot of feedback from other people. Well, God didn't send you to Africa. You know, I was like, well, yeah, he did. I, you know, and I heard people say, well, there's people hurting here. I said, yeah, there are, but you know what? God's calling me here. And I remember on the bus, as we were driving out to the orphanage, I was looking out through the sunrise over the mountains. And I just felt God, I felt the Holy spirit. And I felt that's Jesus in you, the Holy spirit. And I, he, I just knew I'd be back. And I remember the tears rolling down my eyes because I knew I was coming back. And I did. Two, year, two years later, he sent me back. That's really, that's really an amazing story. Thank you for sharing that. Well, and that, and I think what you were, what we were kind of chatting about before this, you're saying that you wanted to make sure that people got this message is that when you help others, you inevitably end up helping yourself because, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, if you're struggle, if you're in the struggle, and whether you're anxious about your kid or your own health, if you are able to, you know, lend yourself and give a helping hand to someone else, it usually pulls you out of your own, out of your own stuff. I, one of the reasons why I love my job so much is if I'm having a crappy day, seeing patients, no matter what's happening in my life, always makes me feel better. Like, and even if it's, you know, just a small thing or you sometimes, you know, you reach out to a friend and a friend's having an issue, you talk them through it and you feel a little better. Obviously, going to Africa and serving orphans is going to make you feel a lot better. But, you know, there are sometimes there are some little things. So if you're if you're struggling, you know, help find some way to get involved in a community, get involved in a church, get involved in some way that you can give back because it is such it has such value to others and to yourself. And I think, you know, in your story, like sharing your health and fitness, your passion, for, you know, you inspiring so many women to, you know, make a first step to go on their first run or to do, you know, make that first step towards whatever their health and fitness goals. It's ultimately helping you as well, you know, which is such a cool, such a cool thing to do. You're, you're absolutely right. It is a blessing to serve. And I think so many people think, well, it's so inconvenient. I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's actually, you become blessed. You know, in first Peter four ten, it says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms. So, you know, there, right there, it says to use your gifts and to serve others. I mean, Jesus came to serve, not to be served. And we know we need to look at that as an example. 
And community and fellowship is so important. You know, I've had this health and fitness community ever since I started in 2015, and that is huge. But this past year, you know, we haven't been able to go to, we've just recently started going back to church. But, you know, my children weren't in school. They were home. One of them is virtually doing school and the other one I'm homeschooling. And then I have a two and a half year old running around the house. So this winter was very isolating. And that community and fellowship piece is so important. And I realized with my oldest daughter, I needed to make some play dates now that we're outside. You know, we can go outside more. And also, you know, I think it's very important to involve our children in whatever our passion is or however it is we're volunteering. You know, I'm doing bar classes at my house through Zoom right now. Eventually, we'll do them outside. But my children are seeing how I practice. They're seeing how I set up. You know, my husband's kind of getting them out of the house. So it's kind of like while I'm filming, you know, so it's kind of like a team effort. And I think that's very important to set that example for our children to see them, see us volunteering and how we can involve them as well, not just yeah. like put them away, but to bring them in. Well, and I also think it's it's important for kids to learn that less, especially kids going through what every what everyone's been through in this past year. Kids have really been through it, you know. I think I think we're gonna see in the years to come that you know Zoom and the isolation for the kids has been I mean, I know it's been stressful for us as adults, but for them it's been, you know, and they probably don't even really understand how stressful it's been. But I think in order to start training them or teaching them, hey, you know, here's some things we can do to help our community is going to really help help with their mental health as we move forward through whatever the next year or two is going to look like. So teaching them that lesson really early. And then, you know, if you do have a faith practice, talk to your kids about it. You know, I feel like kids are so, I know my, my daughters are so interested in, well, mom, tell me what is, how does God work and what does this do? And they want, you know, they want to talk about that. And to them, it's, it's almost like, magic they're like oh is that how fairies work is that how is that how santa claus works i'm like well you know what it kind of is you know when you talk about how like you know hey i listened and i i was meditating and i heard this calling i heard this and you tell your kids that and they just especially when they're my kids are seven and five to them they're just astounded by it and that's that's how we all should be too like wow holy cow i heard this calling and then i ended up here and then this happened and this happened and typically i think if anyone if you look back at your life and you look at, you know, the good things that have happened and at the bad things that have happened, you know, typically if you are able to see the good, you'll be like, oh, well, if that hadn't happened to me, you know, this never, I would never would have met this person or I never would have ended up here. And that's, that's, the, that's a higher power, right? That's someone making sure that you get to where you're supposed to get to in life, whether it's through the good or the bad. And I sometimes, I have a lot of patients right now that are, that are going through a health journey and they're wanting to help others with health issues in the future. And one woman last week was really, really struggling. She was not feeling well and she was really frustrated and, you know, and she was crying and I, I had, you know, we're working on stuff. And I said, Hey, you know what? We've talked about this. And sometimes things get a little bit better before they get worse. And I said, let think about, cause she's got such a passion and she's got this plan or she's going to help so many other women with her condition. And I said, think about how much more empathetic this is going to make you when you are helping other women, because you are going through this struggle and you know what it feels like, and you're going to come out of it, and you're going to be able to walk other people through that. And she just, she stopped and she's like, thank you. That's exactly what I needed to hear. So, you know, sometimes when you are struggling, you may be, and, and I feel like you, Krista, have used that multiple times throughout your life. You've been, you know what it's like to have gone through these, you know, ebbs and flows and health and fitness stuff. So you're it's probably why you're such a good motivator, right? So you've been able to use your life experience and turn it into a gift. Absolutely. And I remember God telling me that on a walk after having Isabel, it was about 2014 or winter of 2015. I was going for a walk. I remember just crying out to God and I was, I was troubling with my sleep. 
And he's like, I'm going to use you to help other women. And he told me that actually my first triathlon in 2007, I remember, you know, I was alone at this triathlon with my husband. We were in Georgia. And a few days later, I was actually leaving for Swaziland, which is, you know, in Africa. And he, uh, I remember he really... I really felt it in my heart saying like, I'm going to use you to inspire other women with their health and fitness. You know, I was just starting out there, you know, that was just a promise and it, it's changed over the years. And I, I, I definitely believe that all my weaknesses have turned into my strength because of him, not mm-hmm. because of my own doing, you know, they're gifts from him. And my experiences gave me talents. They gave me compassion. They're seeing others needs, encouraging, bringing people in. I'm really good at bringing people in and just getting people involved and speaking life into people. I think because of the struggles of the low self-esteem and, you know, the fitness, motivation and encouraging others and the teacher, all those gifts came from him. They're not from me. And relying on his strength makes me so much better because it takes the pressure off of myself where I'm not doing this on my own. I'm doing this with his strength. Yeah. And I did want to touch, actually, you talked about your children. Our children are, are sponges. And I I think it's very important to, you know, that my children, they're learning about Jesus and they're learning about their faith. Because if we're not teaching them at, when they're young and we just kind of say, okay, well, you can just figure it out when you're older and decide what you want to be. I think we're giving them a disservice because... I mean, then they're not being raised with anything. I mean, the fact that I grew up in church saved me when I was in college and I was struggling. Like I knew I was struggling and I knew I could call out to God. I didn't know how to pray. I I knew I prayed what I prayed when we were little. Now I lay me down to sleep like that prayer. I didn't know how to pray. To be honest, I didn't learn how to pray till I went to Africa and I saw the children pray. And oh my gosh, I could just see Jesus in their eyes. And I was so touched. And I remember after that, driving to work became my prayer closet. That's where I learned, I learned how to pray. And really it was just talking to God out loud. And now I yeah. love to pray and I love to pray for other people. Yeah. Well, and you, you bring up a really good point because I, in the last, the last, really the last few months, I have not known how to pray. I mean, I grew up in the Episcopalian church and I went to church and I know, I know, no, but I never really felt a connection to it. And I feel like this past year has really caused me to wrestle with a lot of questioning about what's, you know, about things. And my therapist actually recommended a book to me that I've been recommending to a lot of it. It's called, it's by Carolyn Miss, who many of you may know her. She And she wrote the book during 2020 and it's called Intimate Conversations with the Divine. And if, if you yourself are kind of struggling with not knowing how to pray, because I have this conversation a lot and most of my patients are like, I don't really, I meditate and meditation and prayer are actually very different. And in the beginning of this book, she's got a 30 minute introduction. I listened to it on audio, which I actually recommend because it is a book of prayers, but the 30 minute introduction is really interesting because it discusses the importance and the power of prayer of just talking and asking for what you want and what you need. And then it's literally a book of 150 prayers for different things. So ways you can phrase things or things that you're struggling with. And so if you're not quite sure what to say or how to go about it, this gives you a a nice way to start. But I think what you described, like you just started talking. That's what I've been doing. I I go for walks and I just I literally talk out loud and I look up at the sky and it's been it's been really it's been really helpful. And you know what? Like when I meditate, I get an answer, which I think is such a cool. So I've been recommending I've been meditating for a long time, but it took me a while to realize that without the asking or the prayer part, meditation is not quite as valuable. Meditation is when you no. quiet your mind and you allow you allow the answer to come in or you allow the, you know, if you're really struggling with something, hey, what should I do? What should I do? Please, you know, God help me with this. 
if you don't allow the quiet time for him to come in and answer, you might miss miss out on what the what that answer might be. So they work really well together is prayer and meditation, I guess is my point. And if you're struggling with this or you don't know where to start, go check out that book because it's a great book. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I think that it was just spending time, you know, like accepting Jesus as your savior. And then you have to ask for forgiveness because we need a savior. We're all sinners. We, you know, we don't earn our way to heaven. It's like through Jesus. It's a free gift. And, you know, just, it was just being in my car and having that quiet time. I think it's good to get in God's word. So I, I think reading um, the book of John is a really good one in the New Testament or like the gospel is in the New Testament as well. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're the first four chapters of the New Testament. And just hearing about Jesus and like, oh my gosh, if you have the Holy Bible app on your phone, you can now stream. It's called The Chosen and it's all about Jesus. I, I would really highly recommend that for people if they want to learn more about Jesus. But I will say that Jesus changes your life because not that he takes away the struggles because we're all going to go through struggles, but he loves you so much. He loves you so much and he will get you through things. He will give you the strength and we don't need to be self-reliant on our own strength because the strength comes from him and just acknowledging him as our savior and spending time with him and just, you know, asking for forgiveness. You know, start your prayer with, I always say, Lord, Thank you for this day. Uh, just so heavenly father, Lord, but I, Lord, thank you for this day. And I'll just ask, you know, please forgive me of things I've said and things I've done and thoughts I've had because first we thank him and then we ask for forgiveness and then we go into what we need and what we have questions about. And we just, you know, I oftentimes say surrender to him, like these things that I'm wanting to pursue. I, you know, I give them to you, Lord, may them be for your glory, not my own. Yeah. Which is, a, which is a great way, a great way to start. And I think that I think the really important thing for those of you guys listening to to understand about, you know, about having like what you just said, like, and, you know, not to, I mean, I, I am Christian, but there may be listeners who don't, you know, that follow to subscribe to another faith. So I just want to make sure we're speaking to everyone. The really important thing, and maybe they're all the same, I, who, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a religious scholar, so I'm not to, but the important thing is that you have that understanding that there is a higher power that loves you unconditionally. And just what you said is that you don't have to do it all alone. And I think in particular yes, in this yes. year when we've been so solitary and, you know, if, if you're listening and you've been living alone or you're, you're feeling lonely, there is always this relationship. And that's why I think prayer and meditation, because if you're just meditating or you don't have a relationship at all, you don't, you don't know. I mean, because it's there, whether you're thinking about it or not, a higher power loves you, whether you believe in it or not. But if you do believe in it, you know, just like a relationship can bring a relationship with another human can bring you comfort. This relationship will always bring you comfort. There's never, it's not going to talk. They're not going to talk back to you. It's, it, it is unconditional love at its purest. And I think when under time, under times of intense stress, this is really important, right? So if you are struggling with any sort of health condition or anxiety or whatever, you know, and, and you tried a lot of different things, I've been recommending to so many of my patients, Hey, you know, finding this higher power and connecting with this can be really valuable for your healing. So yes, yeah, Jesus, Jesus loves you. And he wants a relationship with you. Yeah, he's not this like, untouchable. He came to earth, he came to be a human, and he died for our sins. I mean, he he loves you. And he wants to be with you. And he wants all you got to do is ask, ask for his help. Yeah, I think that is definitely the answer. All you have to do is ask. And I think sometimes, 
even those of us, you know, who have a strong faith forget to ask. So, you know, that just that quick prayer. And, you know, I think sometimes it doesn't even have to be super formal. It can be, hey, God, help me out here. You know, like I need some help. You know, I think obviously when you have a, like when you develop a nice relationship with it, you can use more words. But I think that sometimes it can be very simple, especially if you're just starting out. So anyways, this was an amazing conversation. Is there anything else that you want to add about what you've gone through or what you've learned in your in your life? Um, no, I mean, I guess the takeaways that I kind of wanted to share was just how God ultimately changed my life and to be obedient to that call. You know, don't be afraid. Community and fellowship is so, so important. So if you're feeling isolated, find a way for community and fellowship and pray for it. You know, if it's not in your life, pray for it. And service is what led to my healing, taking my eyes off myself and helping others, even when I was struggling. And a one last thing is I really like to share with other women and moms that God can use us in whatever season we're in. So like oftentimes we feel like we can use the excuse of motherhood that we can't do something. Oh, I can't do this because I'm busy with my children. I don't have a babysitter. But sometimes that's just fear talking to us to stop us from pursuing what God is calling us to do. It's usually out of our comfort zone. What God calls you to do, it's usually out of your comfort zone. I mean, going out, going to Africa was out of my comfort zone. I mean, teaching the bar classes during these times and and even pursuing health and fitness and and helping other women is out of my comfort zone while I'm working in motherhood. And it requires God's strength to do it. And I'm not saying pile more onto our plates for the sake of doing more. But if God is calling you to do something, he will supply you with the strength you need. That's, that's a really, a really great message. And I think if you are feeling called to do something and you don't, and out of fear, that can cause some internal anxiety and some tension. Whereas, you know, if you just take the step of, take the leap of faith and go for it, like you said, that whatever you will need will be provided, which yeah, I think absolutely. is important. And that may be the thing that ends up, you know, if you're struggling with something health-wise, that may, taking that leap of faith may actually end up being a benefit to your healing, whatever, you know, as, as you shared in your you might feel like, oh, if I do this, this is going to be too much, but it might actually end up being the thing that feeds your soul, which can then ultimately help heal your body, which I think, you know, is something that sometimes we forget that if your if your soul's needs aren't being met, it's going to manifest in the body. And that's, that's a whole other conversation, but I'll just leave you with that, that, you know, and I think your message that, you know, don't let motherhood or don't really let anything stop you from doing what you're called to do. Yeah. And, and I'm, and, and motherhood's an amazing, amazing thing. So I don't want to, I'm just saying like, don't let, let some excuse of something else, because also oftentimes those passions are, are what God's given you. He, it may be the future or it may look like in this season, a little bit different and it adds to it. But also I think it's very important for our children to see us working in our, our skills and our, in our background and, and what the, what gifts God has given us to share with them so that when they grow that, you know, Hey, they can rely on God too and pursue whatever God's calling them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome chat. Thank you so much, Krista, for being on with us today. And if anyone is interested in where's the best place to find your health and fitness group, is it, are you on Facebook? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so great. on Instagram, I'm angel dash fit health. And then I'm also on Facebook, Krista Phillips CNN. Awesome. Well, that'll all be in the show notes. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Krista. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to connect with me over on Facebook at Dr. Kinney MD and Instagram at Dr. Kinney to find more helpful tips and information. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at DrAaronKinney.com backslash podcast. See you next week.